This episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming is brought to you by Hoberg Productions. The developers of Gunman Clive. Thank you, Bertel Hoberg, for letting us give away a copy of the most fantastic game on the Switch, Gunman Clive. Over to you, Risky the Kid. Get this show going. Yeah! Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week are my co hosts, Doc H1X1. Hey, what's up? And the Apex legend himself, Mr. Chocolate Bear. I am an Apex legend. Yeah, we've heard about it all week. Um, And in our rotating fourth chair, community member, Chaotic. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the show, man. How you been? Been great. Great. Um, All right. First up, this is our Patreon episode. So we need to draw a winner for our Patreon giveaway. Hold on, hold on one second. Let me just enter in payment info. Okay, now you can do it. <laughs> is this Doc H two X two? I don't have a clever name for your. Oh, do we account. have a new patron? That's cool. What? Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, hell, good luck to him. All right. The names are in the randomizer. Can I get a drum roll, please? I can't even do one. Couldn't do it with one hand either. That Man, was... that that was. Ter- Here we go. Viva Le Sweeney. I feel like he just won something. We were giving I can tell much. Chocolate is super excited. <laughs> is that quiet muffled clap, Chocolate? <laughs> yeah. what? Remember, it's really late over here. It's almost midnight. <laughs> oh, so you couldn't do the loud drum roll. I'm sorry. No, and I failed miserably rolling my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so congrats. <coughs> To Viva Le Sweeney, get a hold of me and we'll get you something nice like a brand new video game. But if you don't get to me, we're just going to give your winnings to the next person. So hopefully listen to this episode. Clocks are ticking. That's how that should work, right? Give it to Doc H2X2. (laughs) That's that's where it's going to go. Yep. Um, uh, Next, we do have a survey running currently, just a survey about the podcast. Uh, I mentioned it last week, so I'm just letting you guys know you have one more week if you'd like to submit some feedback through the survey. A link to the survey is in the show notes, um, and we'll also push it out on Twitter. Um, It's in our Discord. All that good stuff. Um, So go check that out and give us some feedback, because we love feedback. Um, next, uh, is this, or do we have a Pod Wars update, Chocolate, or is this something we didn't remove? Uh, this may have been something I didn't remove from the document. Oops. <laughs> All right, so Pod Wars, stay tuned. <laughs> when we have a date, when we're going to play, we'll let you know. The next game is Griffball. That's all we got. Should be in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. I need to speak to Jin Doctor and to Professor Pluto so we can just finally wipe the floor with them. Chin, uh, Chin did not appreciate the positive Griff Ball talk me and uh, Thousand and a few others were having in the Discord. It's like, oh, you guys play this? Oh, <laughs> he's <great>. like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, what? Um, yeah, so keep your eyes out for that. Anyways, let's get going with the show. Another week in gaming. What have we all been playing? 
Uh, one thing, we can start with this actually. We had our first ever Cross Atlantic Gaming community play this past week. It was on Friday. Uh, I think there were 12 people showed up. It was a good nice. turnout. Pretty good, right? 12? It's, it wasn't bad. It was a mauling at uh, <laughs> one point. Or let's another. not mention the UK-US. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's start with the UK-US. So USA. USA. We had a few game modes in mind, and at one point Chocolate was like, well, we need to do a UK-US, and then yeah. probably said a bunch of, like, we're the best. <laughs> um, Chocolate, do you remember the final score of that game we played? Uh, no, I don't. I think I blacked out quite literally. <laughs> oh, it's, I think you guys totaled, like, six kills maybe. It's yeah, hard, you know. It's probably the only st stat that I remember for that game is that um, Dan Pod went 26 and all. <laughs> so, wait. Forever so, ingrained so in my head. So, Dan Pod literally outscored the entire UK team. Like, like three times over. Three times yeah. over. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was He bad. was the cheat code. He was the cheat code. <laughs> he was our cheat code. Yeah, those, those weren't the best teams. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, I mean, we didn't just play UK versus US. We we did a little blackout. Um, that was kind of rough. They don't have a lot of customization options, like controlling circle, that kind of stuff. So if you died early, you were just kind of It was a long out. wait. <laughs> right. And it's like every game, everyone's watching until the very end. So it was like you played a full game. So it could be like 20 minutes or whatever of you just not playing. So that wasn't great. So we played a lot of team deathmatch. Um, and then towards the end of the night, we just ended up dropping at, like, just cargo docks or just turbine or something. And then you just couldn't go out of that area. And then you'd have to fight it out in circle, even if circle came. So you just couldn't leave. That made it a lot quicker. And I wish we had done that earlier in the night because ending the night like that was a lot of fun. Um, that was a much better way of doing it for us, I think. Um, yeah. Isn't that kind of just team deathmatch at that point, though? No, uh, the, I mean it's every man for themselves. So. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I guess that's true. Free for all. Yeah. The one that we done on the yacht loot. was by far the best the one. Oh god, that was done so quick as well. <laughs> I think that was like a three minute match, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, at the most, it, landing twelve people on that is just so absurd. <laughs> How many people missed as well? There was quite a few that missed the boat, and I wasn't one of them. Yes. That's true. So that was the other thing is we'd have to like pick locations depending on where the plane was going because people couldn't get to certain places. Like at one point, we were like, all right, we're going to go to six pack. And then you just hear Ryan. He's like, God, I'm in the firing range. You're like, oh, you're like three miles away from us. Right by it. I think you're going to win this one. <coughs> I didn't like the fact that when you die... You can only s watch the person who kills you, and you can't rotate the camera. Ah, that is, is that weird. what it was? No, no spectator mode. Yeah, it, yeah. So they they lose the spectator mode. I can understand the whole possibly you'll cheat, right? So, well, I, but if you're in a private match, you're in a private match, so well, you're with your friends, or mm, I yeah, kind of I, I, I wonder why they don't have it for solos. Because like I get it if you're in a team match, you know, you don't want to feed info back to your teammate but if you're solo i don't know what it hurts to have it although yeah. that said nine times out of ten it was dan pod that killed me so i usually got a pretty good viewing out of it so <laughs> you got a good view of the action so i can complain but either way it was a lot of fun definitely going to be the first of many i think we are probably going to try to do one a month for now at least um see how that goes i'm leaving it up to either doc or chocolate to arrange the next shenanigans 
But, oh, um, good. FIFA. Just FIFA, just FIFA Pro Clubs. Yeah. Oh, no, that would be a UK. fun US-UK we'll match. Oh, we'll gosh. <laughs> Actually, we would just see how good of a video game player in general Dan Pot is. If he just picks it up and he's amazing, it's just like, okay, oh, well, he's just... He's that just would you imagine games. how embarrassing that would be? <laughs> Dan Pot wipes the floor with us. <sighs> Man. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody that showed up for that, whether you were late or left early, no matter what. Thanks for showing up. Um, it the one thing that did kind of suck is that Super Catrix showed up and her mic wasn't working. She her like NAT settings were messed up, so she was like in a party with us but couldn't talk to us at all. It just said disconnected. So I saw that in Discord. Yeah, that was did a bummer. She, did she ever get that worked out? Or? I don't she think got. So. I think. I think um, her husband got a new Xbox, so she's got her own one now. And I'm sure she's here in the uh, Discord. She managed to get it fixed. Yeah, I think I think Chester fixed it. Um, yeah. It was by just after... buying a brand new one. Okay, cool. cool. Maybe something. Yeah. Either way. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun though. Um, okay, let's go with chaotic first. You're playing some Batman. Batman. Yes. Arkham Asylum and City? Mm-hmm. Well, I've completed the sale. Um, I oh, was... You probably got that free in Game Pass, right, Chaotic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was perfectly timed for the 36 hours after I had just bought it. Oh. Is that how um, short it was? 36 pretty much, hours. yeah. It was something uh. like that. Um, yeah, it was basically in a lull between sort of now and Anthem Division and things like that, so I just needed something to tide over. So I thought it seems like a, a good waste of time trying to hundred percent it with the Riddler trophies. So I've done about That's not fun. That's, there's <laughs> a lot on City too, man. City City's not too bad when you compare it to Asylum. Uh, not Asylum. Oh really uh, is Asylum Knight. actually. No, or Knight's, okay. Knight's gotcha. the worst one. Um, okay. so I've done about eighty percent on Asylum. And then I've just started uh, City. So I think I'm I've just met Rachel Ghoul. And City. And I'm going to jump back to Asylum. You probably complete that one before I crack on with City. So you're pretty good ways in the city then. Cause I, so did you do the big like sand uh, dune fight or whatever, I guess? like. No, I've I've literally just got to the... Just got to that, okay. Yeah, gotcha. where you, you're doing the whole gliding through the things and landing on the Oh, yeah. And, gotcha. So, but I've, I sort of flew through that to get most of the gadgets, so it makes it easier to try and get as many trophies as possible. It all sounds terrible. I hate collecting those <laughs> Riddler trophies. It's the only it's one. On, it's only because I like the actual. I don't like the trophy parts. I like the the sort of environmental ones. So, like one one of the ones that springs to mind is the one for the Graysons, so the family circus, and you have to find one of the posters in the map that says Dixon's family circus now closed, and that's the hint. That's the uh, solution to the clue that Riddler gives you. Mm, okay. So I quite quite like doing those ones, but the trophies themselves can be an absolute nightmare. Yeah, I guess that's true. There's definitely some that are better than others. Mm. It's more the I the only ones that stick out for me were in what was the the latest one? Dark Knight or Knight. Arkham yeah. Knight. Arkham Knight. Um it's like I did everything in that game, literally, except for just those trophies. And I had a, probably like half of them, but those are just from like finding them. There's the five, 500 plus a night. I remember that for when I, when I done it on the PlayStation. And, that's, and what what was that all for? I mean, for your 
gamer score or whatever, but you also got this like true ending. Yeah, but that, like, I watched oh, that on YouTube. Yeah. That took yeah. much less time. <laughs> so it was what, quite what was, anticlimactic. Not to be too spoilery, but I'm assuming the bad ending was where he walks in the mansion and it just blows up. That's the bad, quote-unquote, bad ending. Do you say no spoilers and then literally spoil the end yeah. of the game? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> well, hey, it's not the true ending, so no, not true spoilers. Yeah, that's, no, that's not that, true. That doesn't show you the full Nightfall protocol. That's that's basically what you get if you don't 100% it. I can't wait for the Netflix documentary, which shows the Riddler basically getting out of prison and then spending two years setting up all those trophies. Because, <laughs> oh, like, word. <laughs> It's a motivated guy. episode Netflix documentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how to make a how to make a Riddler or how to make a <coughs> working title. I think that's good. How to make a Riddler. How to make a Riddler. <laughs> um, good, good deal. Um, next up, let's go to Doc and Ch- oh, I thought you mean it Legend. Was Doc. Nope, I'm gonna go with Chocolate, the Apex Legend. We're not talking about Apex Legend yet, though. We're gonna talk about Wargroove, a game that I was interested in getting, and yeah. ended up not pulling the trigger. What? You didn't pull the trigger? Are you feeling okay? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. So, so, well, I was gonna ask Chocolate. Like I, when I talked about this last week, I didn't get the impression that you sounded that interested in it. Did you play uh, Advance Wars back in the day? No, no. So, I've, so you're I've been, fresh on this genre then? Yeah, I've um, I've kind of dabbled in Command and Conquer and stuff like that, but not. That was like years and years ago, so I'm fresh off trying to play a tactical game like this. Um, but I've been watching X1's streams of Wargroove, and I, I, I love the art style. I love the whole... You know this this unit can destroy that unit, and if you put your two pikemen together, when you attack, you get a special bone. It just just blows my mind. So I've been, I've probably what an hour, maybe an hour and a half into it on the switch now, and it's it's great that you just pick up, play a couple of moves or a couple of turns, and then put it down and deal with day to day life. Well, sad times. It- <laughs> It, it it really does. It really is a great Switch game. Like I got it on Xbox because it's uh, the Play Anywhere, so I thought like having it on my laptop would be nice. But I kind of wish I had gotten on Switch because it does remind me so much of just the Game Boy Advance days with like like a you know like I was saying Advanced Wars and Advanced Wars Two. Like it's just I I wish they had kept making these games. Like I, it's so crazy that we're just now getting another one, but it's it's really fun. Yeah, it is good, and it feels it is just made for the Switch. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that's why I, I went for it. But knowing now it's on the Xbox, I'm like, oh, should I have got it on the Xbox? But uh, never mind. Oh, well, it is going to have it on the Switch. <laughs> it is everything. Yeah, my uh, library's growing big time on the Switch. Yeah, it, it's going to have crossplay though eventually. So for what that's worth, we'll we'll be able to at least play against each other. So there is that. Oh, that'd be good. But, that'd be good. Um, I can't wait. I I do have a question for you because a lot of people kind of downplay this and it was in advanced wars and i get the criticism but have you got to the well i should say this how far in the game have you got so far like, what was far. the last have you so got I'm probably three three maps in maybe four maps in are you still fighting undead so far or like the quote-unquote undead yes okay because you haven't got to some of what people consider like the more uh tedious i guess i would put it uh type of missions to where there's fog of war 
And yeah, so I think I watched some of that on stream on Saturday. Some yeah. of the units that have just come out of nowhere, like there's a unit that will do one one shot kills. It's um Yeah. Oh I'm yeah. miles away from that though. It it is one of those things to where I do feel like they kinda of artificially make the game harder than it would normally be. I don't mind it that much because like there's enough variety in the missions to where, you know, it's just it's it's fine in my opinion, but I I I've seen a lot of like hate towards the game with those missions in the past uh, week or so on Twitter, and and I get it because like the, so basically explain it like you you have a fog of war, but much like other RTS games, the computer basically doesn't you know it obviously doesn't play by those rules. They know where you're at. They're doing what they're gonna do. So when you're getting hit from places you can't see or you're just walking into ambushes or you're you'll have like five units swarm your leader unit out of nowhere, it can be frustrating for sure. But, oh yeah, that doesn't sound great, does it? Yeah. Well, that's why I was asking if you'd got to that yet, because I wanted to see how you kind of it, how you felt about those type of missions and stuff like that. But uh, maybe the switch might be going through the window. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say there's not a ton of those, but so power. I would still say power through it, but yeah, uh, yeah it, it's frustrating though for sure. But that, I mean, they had those back in the day on the old Advanced Wars too. So hopefully, Touchwood. Touchwood, like I said, I'm enjoying it at the moment, and it's it, it does do my pick up and play, and then rest it down. I think I no, I wasn't playing. I was just, I just thought I was playing it in between getting shot in blackout, but it wasn't. I was playing something else. <laughs> was it Gunman Clive? Gunman Clive. <laughs> there may have been a Clive, and he may have had a gun, and he may be a man. <laughs> that checks out. But yeah, so the reason I didn't pick up Wargroove was just because the thing that I was most excited about was would be playing through that campaign, um, just because it was developed by Chucklefish, and like I love Stardew Valley to death. They're obviously two completely different games, but I was like, all right, so I have to give it a shot at least. Um, and then once reviews and previews and stuff started coming out, it just kind of seemed like if you weren't into the actual multiplayer and like playing against people and like setting up like it sounds like they give you tons of tools to make custom games and custom yeah. maps and all this stuff there's a lot of that too yeah for sure but like if that doesn't if that's not what you're there for i feel like it's kind of just going to be a waste for me like if it's like an eight hour mediocre to bad campaign and that's what i'm there <laughs> for that kind of sucks so it's I don't very know. Rep- it's it's anime as hell. I'll put it to you that way too. Like as far as the story goes, yeah, it's not deep and it's kind of anime-ish, but it. I don't know. It's like Advanced Wars. That's the only way I know to describe it to people. Is like, did you like Advanced Wars? You'll probably like this. If not, probably not. Like, right. So it'll. I'll end up picking it up eventually, but it'll be. I think I'll wait for a sale. It's one I can wait for. But. Cool. Um. All right. Um. Oh, <laughs> this is a good one. Doc, you didn't talk about this, and I didn't talk about it last week either. But uh, how's your how's your farm together farm going? <laughs> I haven't gotten back into it because I'm kind of waiting to do it uh, to do it with more people to see who kind of gets gets that game or picks it up. No, um, <laughs> it's just me. Yeah, and you. <laughs> mm, doesn't seem like there's a there's a doesn't seem like there's a. The ground, the, the word on the ground is this game is not really picking up a lot of steam in the community. So, uh, I, I, I probably will eventually get into this. It, it is, it this game to me not in a bad way because I'm gonna get plenty of hours of enjoyment out of it because it distills what I love about Stardew into the most into the most distilled version of it. But it does seem very phone mobile type 
converted to a console game. Do you get that impression at all, Risky? Like as far as yeah, hundred percent. And the okay, yeah, for that yeah. is just because time. Well, I'll start with that. Time is supposed to pass when you're not actually like logged in or whatever. So if you have like an eight hour crop, if you disappear for eight hours and then log back in, it should be done or whatever. Yeah, that's uh, a straight up phone. Yeah, mechanic. <laughs> which is literally what all the phone games are. So yeah. So yes, yeah. this would be best on a phone, but it's not there right now. Um, the issue I'm having on my Switch though is that time isn't passing <laughs> oh. when I'm not there. So I literally have to be logged in and be in-game for time to be passing, which means I can't grow any any crops that take more than, like, 10 minutes. So Wow. So now I've not had that problem yet on Xbox, and I, I want to say I even closed out of the program completely, too. And that's, like, I searched through Reddit. I just Googled it, and I, I can't find an answer to why my time isn't passing. I don't know, maybe an uninstall and reinstall might do so is something other, is other people not necessarily having that same problem on the switch no i i couldn't find anything anyone having issues like that so oh crap <laughs> i'm not positive but literally that not having that in game breaks that game a hundred percent yeah so. that's the that's the crux of like you go in you get all this stuff set up you put it down come back later kind of thing yeah Right, totally. and that's why I was like, this is a perfect game because this is a good... I mean, obviously, it'd be best first on mobile, but this is a good game that I could set down and pick it up every once in a while or whatever mm-hmm. and just see how things are going and plant some new crops, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, no, it's me planting 4,000 lettuce that take <laughs> 10 minutes, and that's... And then leaving your switch that. on while you go and eat something or... <laughs> it, right. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Like you said, it's definitely takes the best. Like it's just the farming from Stardew Literally, Valley. Literally, yeah. Um, and, and and I have to say, it might it probably. I, I I'm sure if you get a lot of people in there, it's probably even more fun. I mean, the the crux of that game it's it's titled Farm Together, so you know. I mean, I'm sure if you got like a lot of people in there, which I think you can even set the room up to where it's not only. I think I was looking through the options, and you could set it up where it's not just friends, and then you can kind of like select uh, toggle options on what they can or can't do people that join your farm yep so like you can basically set it to where you have free labor coming in there to pick everything essentially no joke because like if you could go through the option to be like these people can come in they can't plant anything they can't do anything all they can do is lift up vegetables out of the ground and get me money and that's it just harvest and just harvest so literally you could set it up like that if you want like for all you harvesting back to nature or people back in the day the the harvest uh sprites uh that would work on your farm for eggs yeah what there you, you go you're not even having to pay them eggs <laughs> uh potential there but like you said it should be on mobile i don't know why yeah. i was thinking about it before the podcast probably because i picked up my switch and i just saw it like on the home screen or whatever but i was like we didn't talk about that and we both had it we both started up farms we have cag farms on xbox and <laughs> And the switch, but uh, CAG farming empire has begun. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm like you. It well for different reasons, but it just didn't. I, it didn't grab me like I thought it would. Honestly, I thought I would really be into that. And I think it. you should just make it the next community play, and then just force everyone to <laughs> just harvest all your plants for you. Make my empire grow. <laughs> Work. Ugh. Well, yeah. Um. All right. Um. Oh, Doc, you're playing Astroneer. This game, I played a ton of this when it first came out. Is this your first uh, dive into no, Astroneer? No, I, I got it since it's been in preview program. I've I've checked in every few months to see how it's you know what they've added stuff like that. Uh, 
I really like the the final version of this game. It is a much less stressful version. It's okay. I, I'm going to say this, and people are going to be like, "You don't know what you're talking about." But it's a much less stressful version of No Man's Sky, and I get it's not the same thing. You're not constantly going around different galaxies and all this stuff, but the the planet stuff about being on a planet, like building up a base and like kind of researching and doing things like that, it's a much less stressful version of that, and that's why I like it a lot. Um, and I would argue with like the terrain, it's got terrain manipulation like No Man's Sky, but I feel like it works a little bit better in this game because the, the art style um, makes it a little bit more, look a little bit cooler, I guess I should say. I don't really know how to phrase what I'm trying to say as far as like... No, you're, you're right. Yeah, versus like No Man's Sky looks more realistic and it kind of can look real janky sometimes with the terrain manipulation. Um, but uh, I, I like it a lot, though. I, th I think it's... Uh, I don't know how deep the game is. Like, I've only put probably three hours into the 1.0 version, but uh, I'm enjoying the heck out of it, though. It's, when did uh, 1.0 come out? Super recently. I think it was last week on console. Yeah. Huh. It might yeah. have been earlier on PC, but I don't know. Because I, I did the same thing. I got into it when it originally dropped in preview, so I literally haven't touched it since, like, the first few weeks after that came out. So Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I would hop back in every once in a while when they would do, like, a big, like, semi-major update about something they've added or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, the, the, the base building stuff is really fleshed out. The, the whole, uh, like like mining underground and doing more stuff underground and like getting different like atmospheric gases and stuff like that all that stuff is way more fleshed out now and and the other thing that i've never really done with that game kind of like farm together is that game is really built on the premise of getting your friends into the game with you and i've never really had that experience yet too so it's probably even more fun that way so another good community play game <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Which I was surprised that didn't go into Game Pass. I was actually thinking about that as a community play game, and then it didn't get announced for Game Pass, and I was a little disappointed, but maybe eventually. So, Yeah, right after everybody buys it for the community play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've already bought it, so I'm sure it'll be in Game Pass any day now. So, uh, man. But yeah, it's, it's fun, though. That's good stuff. Um, well, Chocolates left us, and I wanted to... <laughs> Legend left us. I, the Apex Legend has left, and I was going to move on to Apex Apex Legends. Um, uh, how about Division 2 beta? Want to move to that next? Yeah, yeah. You, uh, How much of this did you play, Risky? Uh, I got through about three missions. So okay. I didn't put a ton of time in. I was getting Delta errored for just, I don't know, every time I'd be playing a mission, I would get kicked out of it. This beta, at least the I only tried on Thursday and then part of Friday, but it was a mess for me. I know a lot of people so, are having fun, and I think when it's working as intended, it's 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 good. But so see, I think I might have had a different experience because I didn't get into it till late Saturday, and by that time they had already patched it twice. So like, I have not get gotten kicked once. So I think. Well, shit. I, yeah, I think I think when since I mean I didn't even mean to like I wanted to play it on Thursday but I couldn't or Friday, and by the time I got to Saturday like it, I had already updated twice by then I'm like okay well maybe, you know maybe they'd had some problems maybe it's better but yeah I have to say it has ran pretty good so far for me um, in terms of like I said I haven't gotten kicked yet but um, I'm a little bit further than you but uh, 
that's I, I like what they've done with that game. They've improved on a lot of stuff from the first one, and I think enough to where they're definitely. I'm gonna be. I could see myself being much more into this game, much much longer than I was the first one. I was just about to say, has it? Does it feel like like Division Two, or does it feel like Division One Point Five? That's tough to say because I mean you could argue 1.5 because if you had the, the first division in a different environment it, it would feel like that game 100% not gonna deny that but I would say with how they've the changes they've made to the dark zone the fact that there's PvP and essentially they did what Destiny did was Destiny made all these different fun all these different things you could do and they all reward you with gear. I think that is the blueprint for how to make those games work, is do enough different activities and enough dailies and weeklies to where, you know, you're, you're constantly being able to do different things and get rewarded for doing different things. And I and I still say, too, Dark Zone, with the improvements they've made, that is so fun now. I mean, it was it was pretty good. I would It was pretty good in Division 1, but I feel like that is so fun to just to run around with the group in, in that and, and play around with that, so... And then, like, you know, obviously we haven't seen what the raids are going to be, so there's that added on to it. So, uh, yeah, this this could be what Destiny 1 ended up being for me in terms of how much time I put into it for sure. It's 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 fun. That's, um, a, like, chaotic. That's a really good question. But I think all these types, like, these games of service games shouldn't have numbers attached to them at all, honestly. 100%, yeah. Like, this yeah. could have just been The Division with no numbers whatsoever. And then this was just like the big second year update or something like that. Like we're moving totally. to a whole new area, something like that. They that's that was yeah. another thing I was that I'm kind of concerned with this one. Do you think there's going to be any sort of hangover from obviously how many people got burned at the start of the first division? Because I know like when I first picked it up, I was like thought this was going to be one of the games that I'd put in ridiculous amount of hours in. And within the first week, I think I sort of talked myself out of it. And it wasn't until I started seeing more about the Sort of the one with the the frozen conditions that you would try and keep yourself yeah, warm to yeah, survive. survive yeah. Then the actual like the survival mode where it's like the extraction at the end and things like that, or the underground mode as well. So once you started adding things like that, I think it picked up a bit more of its fan base. But I just don't know if players are going to be a bit more hesitant to jump in it right away because how much they got burnt on the first one. I I think there's a lot of things that whether lucky or not works in their favor on this one because. It, it would appear thus far that Anthem is going to have a lukewarm reception when it launches. That probably only helps them, you know, in terms of you have a game that's similar to yours launching without as much in-game content potentially as yours. Mm-hmm. That that probably only helps them in that scenario. Also, they're not launching in the fall, in November. That's always, in my opinion, always a, a bonus for any game company, you know, if you're not launching against every other major game. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Just the fact that they're launching against another li- service or games as a service game that may not provide the same full package. I don't know. I feel like I'm harping on Anthem, and we haven't really seen the final product yet. But you guys know what I'm talking about, though, from the from the demo. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm one of those people, though, totally that I, I I beat the campaign in Division One, and I never played it much after that at all. So, but this this beta has really got me thinking. Like, oh well. The Dark Zone's way better. Oh, I can do PvP. Oh, there's raids now. You know, there's like... That alone is already more than the first game had going for it, you know. So, but I don't know. Yeah. It's it's interesting you guys talk about, like, the whole putting a number on a games-as-a-service because 
I wonder if that's what they're doing with like Halo Infinite because they talked about that new sequel when it ever eventually comes out being more games as a service and they took the number right off Halo too. You know, they just called it Halo Infinite. So I wonder if that's what they're going for. But yeah, I think g- games like Fortnite and Overwatch, for example, have done it the best sort of way. Like all of their season six, season seven, and things like that. It's not yeah. like they're bringing out new games. They've kept the same game, and all they do is they're adding content to it. So obviously, being the second one in the series, same with Destiny, you can't really do that anymore. But you're right; it could have been the sort of game where they could have just had it as the division, and this is our year two update or year two tier system or whatever they want to plan. Yeah. Maybe that's the last area that, like, console games as a service could really, like, perfect, though, is just like, hey, drop the numbers, stop having these cut-and-dry endings, beginning, beginnings, because, you know, the biggest thing people said about going to, De- to Destiny 2 was, oh, it sucks that I don't get to keep my guy that I had 1,000-plus hours on Destiny 1 with, you know? That's also their bad, because they straight up came out and told you you're going to be using the same character for... Ten years. Ten years. Year, so. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean nobody is is under the illusion that it's going to be the same thing with Destiny Three either. Right. So, yeah, I, I think maybe that's where companies need to be like, hey, look at Fortnite. You know, three years from now, it'll still be Fortnite, and you'll still have all the accomplishments you had in that same game that you did a year ago. You know, or however long you've been playing. Because so. yeah, a game like a game like Division, you could obviously the first one was based in New York, this one's based in Washington. Like you could you could run it for a year based on loads of stuff to do with Washington. Totally. And then say, like, year two, it's moving to Philadelphia. Or year three, it's in Miami. Not maybe as short-term as a year, but they could have it so that <clears throat> they don't need to worry about bringing a new game. They just build on what the previous iteration of it was. I yeah. completely agree, because then you're getting all of the... Like, imagine if you were getting Division 2, but also all of Division 1's content was available in the same game for you like and, yeah. and i mean i don't think anybody would really fault them for being like hey this is the big like let's say they do it in three-year cycles like you have a a location for two years and then the third year it's like okay big new map everything's new new missions new campaign everything it's going to be 60 dollars and I, I don't think people would have a problem with that no not at all like yeah like i don't know so see the thing that with that really is cool. would you would you bring it out as a new game or would you class it as an expansion I mean, you could you could phrase. I mean, theoretically, you could phrase it as a new game, but uh, but also at the same time being like, almost like you know, MMOs do it. Like, hey, if you don't have the expansion, yeah, you can't play it. You can still play what's out right now. But I feel like what always happens with MMOs and what would happen with that is like you want to play the hot new thing that all your friends are going to. If if you're still invested enough in that game. Like, how many people would really be like, oh, I love The Division, I'm still playing Division 1, I'm not going to pay $60 to, to play the new thing that's that everybody on Twitch is playing that people that love The Division are playing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's. I don't know. It, it's I mean, interesting. A well-made game, regardless of age, you'll still want to play it when it comes... Like, so say, like, for example, when Division 2 comes out, three years' time, it might not be... There might have been X amount of Call of Duty's I won't mention Battlefield on my trigger dock, but um, <laughs> I'm actually back on to Battle. I didn't put Battlefield, but I'm actually back in Battlefield. They finally fixed my company coin only I, however many months after it came out. So, like in three years' time, Division might have sort of faded away a little bit, but all it takes is one fresh input of life, and it'll bring the not just the hardcore players back. It'll bring like even the outside guests, because like what you were saying in Discord about having one that's got you giving you the itch to run through and get your shields before 
the Vision 2 comes totally. out. So totally, something like yeah. even just the shield system that they added to Vision 1 is enough to get people going back into the old game to, uh, who, I think, was it Kowalski that was on a couple of weeks ago that said he was doing the shields, he didn't want to buy it when it was in Game Pass, but it was enough to tempt him to play it whilst it was in Game Pass so it was ready for the next one coming out. Yeah, yeah. If you had that for like a different area for the Division 2 version 3 or whatever it would be, then the amount of people that would jump in that would be ridiculous. Well, top, I mean, like, we're going to talk about Apex Legends here in a minute, though, but, like, you don't even have to have a big build-up to sell something as, like, a big new thing. Like, they didn't even advertise that game. It just came out. I mean, we talked about it last podcast on Saturday. We had just learned about it the day before. Turns out we were right. Like, all the rumors were true. But, like, they didn't advertise that game the slightest, and they had, what, I think they just said it the other day, over 10 million people have played million, it now. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was so 12 like, million concurrent so players like, or something. Yeah, what, what if you're like playing a Division 2 like, you know, two years from now in Washington, D.C., the end game is still good, the raids are good, they're adding raids, all this stuff, and it's like, like two days later, it's like, hey, big announcement coming for the Division, we're moving to Philadelphia, or we're moving to San Francisco, you know, like, I, I think that would be, people would go nuts for that, you know? Yeah. You just said like, that, and I got goosebumps. Yeah, I'm not I mean, yeah, but like, can up. you imagine? Like, I mean... Because if nothing else, like Apex Legend has proven, just like I think we all knew all along in these days, that with how social media and everything works, is I don't think you have to have a big run-up advertising campaign to really make a splash nowadays. If you've got a, if you have a good enough game with Twitch and Mixer and what those things are and what Twitter is, like it'll it'll get popular if it's good enough. But. I yeah. mean, that's definitely true. Like, for instance, my brother, who I, I was playing some Blackout with him recently, he's one of the people that, like, pretty much only plays Call of Duty. Um, but he, I was at a party with him, and he was like, have you played that Apex game? And I was like, how do you even know about that? Like, you're just yeah. plugged into your one game, but it's like once you see people on your friends list playing it, and I don't know, totally. word gets around yeah. to everybody, I feel like. Th- and I mean, think, think about that. They're, they're getting all this money from that, and they didn't spend a penny to put it on, like, Doritos and Mountain Dew cans, you know? <laughs> like, think yeah. about it. Like, that has yeah. to be the best turn-on investment I've ever, you know, you've ever seen on an advertising is, game. You, go one more on that. <clears throat> if you think about it for the ones that are probably even more popular than that, what about Fortnite? Yeah. A game, a game that was basically designed to be horde mode. Essentially, <laughs> 100%. That game was in development sudden, forever, by the way, too. Like, that game was in development hell forever. And yeah. All, all of a sudden, becoming one of the highest grossing video games ever made. But that yeah. had, there wasn't a big hype for, oh, everybody's going to need to buy Fortnite day one. Yeah. It, it, it's like at one end, you've got Apex Legend Fortnite, and the other end, you've got Destiny, who, what, what did they say their budget was back in the day for that? Like, with Destiny 1, wasn't it like something crazy, like 500 million or something? Uh, yeah, something stupid. Yeah, I remember like they put that that like Activision put that number out. And it's like so you've got like that on one end and you've got this on the other. <laughs> like it's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I, I think both work, but <laughs> yeah. As yeah. as far as division and like anthem go, though, back to those. Um, I think these types of games, like these MMO light kind of like games of service games, are. It, they're in a tough spot because they're not as like deep as actual MMOs, but the people right, that are right. playing them want that much content. So like your expectations are just always going to be, you're never going to be able to meet them. I feel like with these games of service games, because when they start, they're pretty like, there's not a ton of content. It's just, it's a journey that you're signing up for, for like the next few years. And that's, 
I think that's tough for some people to wrap their heads around. Like maybe you're only going to get a hundred hours of Anthem under your belt in the first like six months. But then when something comes out, like that's when you go back to it. I don't think people should expect to be playing Anthem for like a thousand hours or same thing with yeah, division, yeah. unless you really just love the gameplay like or whatever or PVP or something. Yeah. Right. Cause you're going to get to a point where you have the best loot and you're playing the hardest content, but I just don't so, think people will ever be satisfied with the amount of content in those types of games. So you bring up the other point I have about that then, Risky. We talked about how they should just drop the number and just give it a, a generic title name and be in, and just add on to that. So w- right now, the way people on console accept things is that we are used to you have a game, even if it's a games as a service, you have a game, and then DLC comes out, you pay for DLC. Uh, with like Destiny 2, how much did that Forsaken, like the big, if you got the season pass and the and the DLC, how much did that cost again? Like, uh, so I think that was sixty, and then the season pass was like another thirty or something. Yeah, so like that, that could theoretically be like eighty or ninety dollars. Yeah, definitely. So like, how far are we away from people just being like, actually, I want to just pay ten dollars a month like an MMO, and you have a live team that's getting paid and getting content out more. Like, let's say if you were getting content out on a schedule like Fortnite does for its battle royale, but in like the division, do you think enough people would be okay with that? I think that's tough for the casual, like it's a tough pill to swallow for the right. casual gamer, like having to sign up for a subscription. But say you only end up playing the game for three months and it's a $10 subscription, like you just you have three months of pretty decent content for 30 bucks. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, my thing is like with how used we, uh, with how everybody nowadays is like used to Netflix, Hulu, all these different subscription services that we have in our everyday life maybe that might make a comeback on something like that, you know? Because, like, I feel like everybody's so conditioned now to be like, oh, yeah, that's my Netflix monthly subscription. That's my, you know, name whatever other subscription you have, you know? Like, right. I don't know. But we'll see. But, yeah. So, overall, I thought the the beta was good when I was actually able to play it. The guns feel, <laughs> like, weightier. <laughs> like, they feel, I don't know. Like, the impact was higher, I guess. Like, the vibration in yeah. my hands and all that stuff. Something about did it they, felt great. Did it have headshots in this one? As yes, in proper headshots? Yes, 100%. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Because, like, uh, especially if you get a kill with a headshot, it makes, like, a little unique sound and stuff. And it's... That, I feel like those people are so good in those games at making, like, the... Uh, uh, like, Pavlov's dog about, like, just the... That, that response that gets that satisfying sound in your brain like and i, I yeah like yeah i, I can't I, I don't have a lot of good examples right now but you guys know what i'm talking about with different games like i think call of duty does it pretty well too like they have their own little like weird sound it's just or whatever. like squ- smashing a pumpkin on the ground yeah but it's satisfying though yeah, for like sure. they have that in this and it's like yeah i like that <laughs> so Do they have the uh, blood flying out the the head he's back <laughs> the Apex Legend is he did, back. Yeah, he just he just got back from a win. He's uh, another champion win win racked up. So. What's funny the, about uh, Chocolate taking that little break is he like we have one more game to talk about, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I can tell they're about to talk about Apex Legends. I better <laughs> run back to the mic quick. <laughs> I managed to get the baby down. Good. She's a little blighter today. Blimey. Um, Chocolate, did you hop into the Division Two beta at all? Do you know what? No, I didn't. Okay. I, in the end, started playing Apex. Um, How else are you going to become legends? So, well, <laughs> you know, they say legends are born. I disagree. We work hard, and we, we're a myth. 
It gives me some confidence to start playing this game that if chocolate can win as often as it has, then I'm bound to be good at it. Listen, I've got two wins down and I've only played the game, what, three, three, four times? Or three, four days? So, yeah. I was super tempted to never play the game again after my first game was a win, but I couldn't because it's a good enough game where I'm like, no, I have to play more of this. <laughs> oh, it is very addictive. It is. And it, it is. It cuts. It gives me what I, I quite enjoy in Fortnite, minus the building, because I can't build for for anything. So it, am I right um, in saying it's like a class-based battle royale with the gameplay of Fortnite? I, no, yeah, so, oh, I don't know on, if it's even don't. that, though, because like it's first person, you know. Yeah, so I've heard loads of people have kind of um, compared it to Overwatch. And I, I think that's slightly unfair because they've said it's PUBG, Overwatch, Fortnite kind of all rolled into one, where I think the kind of the class-based system is very much an underlying part of... It feels an underlying part of the game. I know with your abilities it can then change the game on its head, but it doesn't... To me, it's all about that gunplay and the the fast pace. I, it kind of is such a no-brainer, but like I think most people would argue that Titanfall 2 probably had the best gunplay of any game this gen. So it turns out when you put it in a battle royale, it's really freaking fun to play. Turns out. Yeah. You know. <laughs> like... I was very disappointed you couldn't wall run. but Or double jump. Le- uh... Or double jump, yeah. The no first, double but... jump seems a little weird. I agree. Like, and, and the wall, and like, you can technically get up some pretty high walls, but it doesn't feel really good always. Or like, I can always predict which walls I can maybe scale well, up. You can well. climb walls. This is to what I point. do. I found this yeah. out today. So certain walls you can climb holding by down, holding maybe. the jump button. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that actually. Um, then. Okay. I no, thought... I, I watched that today. Um, it just makes you like mantle up the wall a little higher, so places that, oh, so that look just out of reach. If you're holding down A, he actually like takes a few more steps up the wall and then grabs onto see, it. See, that's what I was talking about. But I still have found some walls to where you can get up like three fourths of the way, but just not quite the whole way with that little technique. And I'm like, I'm just, I guess you just got to get better at recognizing like what the perfect height is, I guess. But yeah, well, I suppose, and then it all depends what gun you've got and whether you're playing a kind of a sniper. Yeah. It really does feel like they took the best parts of all these games, though, and just like I would say, it has more in common with. I, I would say it has almost little to no nothing in common with like Fortnite, PUBG, and all those. Honestly, I think if anything, it feels more like Blackout, and I think I prefer the gunplay in this a little more than Blackout. And then I think with them taking the because every guy has a passive, a left bumper, and an alt, and yes. it it is. It's really smartly done because none of them seem overpowering. None of them seem OP, at least not really, you know. And But they all are are enough to where you can really start to like certain characters enough where you're like, that's my main, that's my secondary. Like, And that's the other cool thing is they make you have like a, a trio, like your, go, your primary, secondary, and tertiary characters because... Oh. I love the picking. The yeah, way exactly. They do the picks. Yeah, it's that's super smart. Unbelievable, yeah. yeah. So so good. So is it a loadout or is it a, like a loot system? No, it, it's a hundred percent battle royale where you pick up everything. Okay, but okay. now, yeah, every it's character just has a sniper. Yeah, so like let let's take one guy for example. Let me do uh uh 
what's the uh, the guy with the shield? Uh, the big uh, Hawaiian dude. What's his name? Uh, or Gilgo something? Something like that. Yeah. So his passive yeah. is that when he aims down his sight, he has like a uh, almost like a uh, Blackbeard shield for his gun from like Rainbow Six. Like he just has that little smaller shield for his aim down sights. His L left bumper is he puts up like a bubble, almost like a Titan bubble from Destiny, which is probably you know helpful to like revive people stuff like that. And then his alt is, I think he has something similar to Bangalore, where he has like an artillery call. Yeah, it's or an something. airstrike. Yeah, yeah. Destroy it. yeah. So like, but that's how it works. And like, your ultimate's constantly charging. If you get kills, it goes up faster. If you do damage, it goes up faster. Stuff like that. If you pick up certain bits of loot, it yeah, go, it, yeah, uh, speeds up. Yeah. So I mean, it's it, it's, but it's smart how they did it because. It's not. It doesn't necessarily feel like uh, Overwatch, but it adds a, an extra layer to the battle royale game that I don't think they've really had till now, and it makes no, it to I mean, where that character selection screen means more. You know. Yeah, it definitely does seem like it's heavily based on Overwatch. I, I would say that might be the only thing it really has in common. Like, like I said, this game feels much more like Call of Duty. I mean, it's not, which is, shouldn't be weird to say, because Respawn was a Call of Duty studio back in the day. You know. Like that, the gunplay feels very similar to to that, and like the whole like crouching down, sliding down hills is fun. Like the no, uh, oh, yeah, I love that. The robot with the grappling hook, like the movement's just so good. And and I, I don't know, like I, I mean, I and and I've we've said it all along about Blackout. I know Risky, I've asked you several times, like, what if Blackout was free? Well, this was free, and it looks like it is really freaking catching on. <laughs> like, yeah, that's crazy. I don't. It's been sorry, risky. Go on. No, I'll let you guys finish with all your positive stuff before I shit on this game. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> See, I, that the last thing I was gonna ask, I was like, risky was really into blackout. I wonder what he thinks of this game. Like, so go on, chocolate. I, I find it amazing just how it was. So we mentioned it on the podcast last week. When did we record last week? Was it Saturday? Saturday yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, we were like, oh, it might drop, there's rumours, we're not too sure. And then it kind of just drops and explodes. And I think that instead of going for this, like Anthem's done and Division are trying to do, kind of, you know, hype, 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 and push this hype for however long, they've kind of gone the other route of, there's the game, we're going to let you do the hype. We don't need to. Yeah, we were. you weren't here. We were literally talking about that same thing. Oh, how, like, this didn't need any type of campaign. Like, they just dropped it, and it was like 10 million players. Just blew day up. Day one. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like, like um... drop the mic situation, isn't it? It is just like, that is hot. I don't need to do no more. I'm out. It's If, if you have a good product, unreal. you can literally yeah, drop I mean, it day one and be done with it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, I was going to ask you guys what you thought about the. I've come around to it. I, I, w I didn't know how I felt about not being able to solo at first, but I've come more around to it to where they have positioned this as a battle royale that is a. It will obviously is meant to be a three player co op battle royale, but like when you get in the gameplay and how it's not super feasible, like I know there's plenty of clips out there on the internet, like I took on two three man teams and killed them all, like, yeah. You can do that, but this game isn't super feasible to have like a one versus three situation in, in these games to where you kind of oh, no. need you, your team. Yeah, You need to... I, I find I'm not the greatest player in the world as much as I laugh and joke about being an Apex legend. 
<laughs> you need you need that two on one. You always need that extra person while you're taking someone else on because I think that kind of one v one fight is so dragged out. And if that person's a little bit better with his abilities, you're or me personally, you're out straight away. Yeah. Um, but I was going to mention ask to risky. Do you think the sound when you shoot someone is almost the identical sound to what it is in Blackout? <laughs> it's it's definitely not far off. <laughs> yeah. It's very close. Yeah. That is kind of funny. I hadn't really thought about it, but yeah. Yeah, it's just that ching 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 ching. Like you, you like when you're tagging armor, it kind of feels identical to tagging armor. When yeah, you're yeah, Blackout. it totally does. <laughs> I love that. But anyway, go on. You hate on the game, no, man. So, Okay, I, I don't. <laughs> it's, it's trash. I don't have a lot of negative things to say about it. Um, the pinging system and like, if you're this is the most, this is the oh, easiest yeah. way to play as a solo with a squad because of that pinging system and because of like the audio callouts in game. Once you ping yeah. something, I love that pinging yeah. system to death. I would put that in blackout in a heartbeat. No fall damage. I think that's awesome yeah class yeah, system it's well balanced as far as i can tell some people like mirage for me is kind of like why i don't know why anyone would pick mirage because he kind of it's it's like a lone wolf class i feel like like everything that that guy does would be like for a selfish player who's just worrying about himself kind of like he's not really helping the team at all um like with his alt just like escaping and blah blah yeah. when you have these other people that will like call in health or like put up beacons put up shields for you yeah so health <laughs> yeah the health uh so he's not my favorite but like the all the other ones i think are great they all have different uses um so I, like i love the class system the the main issue i have with this game is maybe i'm confused if you guys haven't noticed this but the the weapon balancing in this game seems so off i there's about three weapons i think that i can pick up and feel confident, but I also need to be within like 10 feet of someone because it needs to be either a shotgun, the peacekeeper specifically. Yeah. yeah and the wingman yeah. handgun. I feel like like wingman's really good. Yeah. Holy hell. There's some overpowered weapons in this game. And if you don't pick them up, I felt like even if I had the drop on people and I was using like a normal AR, like the uh, R three Oh one, I think it's called. Or like the hemlock, yeah. any of the ARs, which shouldn't BBs at him, <laughs> dude. Literally, I'd be like, I'm pretty sure I put a whole clip on that guy, and then I get to the end screen, it's like you did 70 damage. It's like, no, there's no way. I just, yeah, I don't know. Some gun, I, I, I just want to be able to feel like any game or any gun that I pick up, I should be able to at least have a fair shot at winning a gunfight. But a lot of the weapons I pick up in this game, are just nope. <laughs> Like, do you, you think it's because they're wearing a different set of armor though? So when you're t when you're tagging people, obviously the armor, the color, the numbers pop up, and well, I was about it's to say, yeah, when you... color specific to the armor that they've got, whether it's one, two, or three. Right, and I don't think that even. I mean, I will say that's also a great addition to shooting someone and knowing, or like getting the gold damage when you're hitting them in the head. I think it's gold. Yeah. Um. But no, I don't even think it's that. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only person who's noticing this. I know I've been playing with people who also think some of this stuff's broken. But if I don't have, like, it's those two weapons or an LMG. And I feel like I need an LMG because I don't have to reload. 
and that's the reason I'm picking up an LMG, and that just doesn't feel... I don't know. It doesn't feel great. I will, I'll love to see what this game looks like after their first round of weapon balancing. I was just about to say, like, I think you're absolutely dead on about all that. I think the, the weapons need to be patched, for sure. I think there needs to be balancing done, for sure. Just like, a lot of like, things I would buffs. argue right now, shotguns are OP as hell. Like, if you are within a certain range, like, and maybe that was intended, but, like, if you go up against somebody with a shotgun and you don't have a shotgun, you you better pray that you get lucky. <laughs> like, because... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I My biggest gripe right now with it is that, unlike Call of Duty, to where you can pretty much look at somebody and tell right away what kind of armor they have on, this you have to either ping them or shoot them to get the color uh, indicator. I kind of wish there was a better way to like look at somebody through a scope and be able to visually tell, you know? Something, Cause yeah. Because maybe, no, maybe I don't want to snipe this guy if he's got purple armor versus white armor, you know, from, like, because I'm already at a distance where I'm like, I can maybe kill him if he's got light armor, but if I can't tell without a shot, that kind of sucks, you know. Like a purple shimmer or a something. blue shimmer Yeah, maybe just enough, but, yeah, I mean, I don't want it to be so obvious to where you could, it's easy to see somebody running across the map, but, like, yeah, I feel like there needs to be something, probably. But, uh... But, like, back to you were saying, like, I didn't even think, I forgot to mention the ping system. Like, you can ping open doors. It's like, we got an open door over here. Like, they were so smart with how they did all that. Like, do you... <laughs> I have a funny story. So, um, I was playing with Shopa the other night. And so, your ping system is on your RB. And we switched over to Blackout, where RB is your grenade button. Oh, right, right. The amount of times he was just, like, in a building trying to tag a weapon on the floor oh, no. and he'd throw a Semtex at his feet. <laughs> just like... Oh, no. <laughs> he'd be like, oh, no, I did it again, I did it again. And oh. you just see him running out of a building and then it explodes. It's just... Oh, yeah, so funny. Oh, other positive thing. This has to be the best Battle Royale yet on console inventory screen with picking stuff up and putting stuff on and, like, organizing. Oh, it's smart. Like, or, like, if you go up to a box and get stuff, like, it's all color-coded and it automatic, it won't give it to you if it's, if it's less good or if it's better. It, it'll, it'll give it to you. Like, like, it makes PUBG, which I love PUBG, look... PUBG was never great on inventory, but it looks, like, archaic compared to this. Like, For, for me, that, that helps me so much yeah. with the fact that... You know, you're picking up stuff, and it'll have the um, the kind of "do not enter" sign when you go in your infantry system. If you don't need it, totally, yeah. Like, oh, it super speeds smart. up my, yeah, speeds me up so good. It's kind of as if they've, I don't want to say idiot-proofed it, but they have gone pretty to close. <laughs> someone who's never played a battle royale game and gone, you know, you can just play it, and you'll kind of more or less understand within the first hour, like. It's so cool that they've got the system to where you could go up to, like, let's say you have a longbow and then a submachine gun, and you come up to where they both can have scopes, but you come up to, like, a 4X scope. Even if you have the submachine gun equipped and you pick that up, it will automatically pick it, put it on the longbow. That's smart. I mean, that's just really good game design at that point, you know. Like, I don't know. I, I, I can't say enough about how they've perfected a lot of that stuff about the game, you know. Well, it keeps you in the game, playing the game, as opposed to faffing with your... Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, again, I, I, PUBG is has been my top. If not, it'll probably be my second behind Apex now as far as the Battle Royale I prefer. But, like, it makes that, like, pulling teeth, the inventory system on that. Yeah, and I've been playing, I think I've only played with, I haven't even played with a full group of friends on comms yet. And the, the ping system, as we've mentioned, just helps you play with random people so much easier well that was because that was my concern so, so at first because it was like 
when they when we heard about this game and how it was trios only and not solo, I'm like, I don't want to talk to randos all the time. I'm only going to play this when I have a full group on. And we quickly learned it's like actually this ping system's really good. No, you can totally play solo without a microphone. Yeah. Like yeah. So. I don't know. So risky. Just out of interest, how many wins have you got? Uh, four at this point. Oh damn it! You've got more than me. Right. Yeah, that's all. I, I just first... need to keep yeah. doubling up on you, and then I can stop playing until I hear you've gotten a couple more wins, and then I'll go back. To it. <laughs> I just imagine risky sitting down on the couch, picks up his phone, looks on Discord, it's like, oh, he's got six wins. Nope, can't have it. We're getting up. Let's go. Turn it on. It was literally. <laughs> like, nope. It was. Yeah, it was Saturday. It was last night, and I. When we got into the game, I was like, all right, I just need two wins, and then we can stop playing. (laughs) (laughs) We got our second win. We switched over to Blackout. We had a five-win night. We had three in a row at one point. We were all just on, so it made the Apex, I think, even easier for us (laughs) than it had been before. Um, Once you're kidding in Apex, I think that also makes a huge difference. Like When I was had a weapon that had all the attachments, and I had like good armor and everything, I felt unstoppable. So it's just a lot of the early fights where it's kind of like, well, I didn't pick up the right gun, so well, I'm there's dead. another thing that I think might be OP that I was going to ask how you guys felt about. So if you have better armor, your shit when you go to recharge your shields, they do they work faster. Do you think that's almost unfair at that point, or like how do you feel about that? I didn't even know there was a thing. Like if you have yeah, blue so armor, like if, it if, charges. So faster? if you have white armor, it takes longer to charge than if you had purple armor on with those little bitty uh uh charge kits or whatever huh. yeah i didn't even realize does. that <laughs> so like like if you, you have that? on purple it's like lightning fast how quick you recharge with those things but then that's pushing you to go and get the best loot the best armor so it's actually, right yeah you can't necessarily do the PUBG type of i'm gonna be tactical wait in this corner i'm gonna scope i'm gonna kind of you know go always in and around the outside of the circle that pushes you to push forward yeah that, Constantly. That's a really good point, Chocolate, because the the one thing you could say about this is a Battle Royale game is it is as far from the whole... Because even in Fortnite, people do that. Yeah, but like, yeah, you don't camp in this game. Yeah, you don't. And you, honestly, you don't really hug the edge of the circle that much either. Like, no, I think there's enough buildings in a shorter distance than any map I've seen. Not that I'm the guru of BR games, but there's enough kind of places to loot in a shorter distance so you can constantly move building one to yeah. the next set yeah um i was also gonna say have you noticed that when you go into each different area it quickly flashes up that it's a high loot area yes or a low loot. i like that a lot too actually uh, fantastic i i landed in one place and i got all the, what i assumed was all the best loot and i'm like got to remember this and that was the one of the wins i got that i posted on discord yep. um, well because if you look at the map too it shows you where drop locations are too like of extra stuff and it'll, yeah. and it'll highlight in a in an orange, I think it's orange, I can't remember, circle, where I, or a high, because they call them like height loot areas, and that insinuates that there is everything you need to fully kit a gun or armor in that area. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, really smart. It's doing a lot of things right. I agree with that 100%. There's a lot of stuff I would love to strip out of there and throw into blackout. <laughs> well, I still wonder, like, what do you, do you think with, with, let's say this game continues on its success and it just keeps getting like, like right now it's crushing Fortnite even on Twitch. Like it, uh, like it's a hundred thousand ahead of Fortnite right now on Twitch. And like, let's say it keeps this up for a few months. 
is it any more likely we get a blackout standalone free to play that's not numbered next year? I have no idea how they're going to handle the next BR iteration for Call of Duty. No idea. Yeah. I don't know. There's, if... n- there's no way they'll ever make a free to play blackout. No chance. It's hard to imagine with how well this one did <clears throat> under a $60 title. Yeah, this last one. Right. What the, uh, how are they bringing in the revenue? Doing a they're doing their tier system, aren't they? Yeah, and you can. There's well, it's like a the cosmetic season, yeah. shop too, so you can always yeah. buy stuff with the COD points. So, so they're doing what? What they're doing is it? So with Apex, they're doing four seasons in a year, and we'll assume it's ten dollars a year. That's forty dollars. I don't know. It could. Well, that's the other thing is that we're heading into season three of Blackout, but that's not anything I've had to pay for. Like, we don't pay for the season yeah. passes. It's just there. So it's like we paid our 60 up front instead of 10 every few months or whatever it is. So, I mean, I, just think, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think the pipe dream of, like, Call of Duty Battle Royale, and it just takes inspiration from every Call of Duty that ever came out, and it's just a ongoing service like Fortnite or this is just a dream yeah that's the thing like for this third season they're already like hinting at new locations that are going to drop so i like that they're doing that like Fortnite, where they can Mm -hmm. just kind of like toss multiplayer maps that you're used to into it i don't know it's it's pretty cool so is that making the map bigger than in blackout not bigger just this next one looks like it's going to take up some of that giant desert area off to the east where it's just kind of like wide open oh yeah, yeah so but no story to it then, whereas Fortnite would make some sort of right. Not yeah, not really that I've seen. At least there's no giant cube, cube popping up in Blackout on that island. No, the, well, okay, so <laughs> no, there is the one weird little thing up. that somebody recently found like stakes, like they were gonna do, um, <laughs> like sorry, you were what? renovating something or about to like demolish a building. There's like stakes up oh. all around out in the desert that are new. And somebody found like uh, a sign that was a sign from a zombies map from Blackout Two or Black Ops Two or something like that. So there is like weird little Easter eggs that people are finding, and it's hinting towards what's coming up. So I guess it's I don't know some type of underlying story, but nothing like Fortnite where Santa's coming in on a biplane <laughs> shooting with machine guns and shit like that. So. I feel dumb. I thought you were just saying that there were ribeyes lying around everywhere on the steak. map. Oh, steaks! I, I thought I thought you meant steak as well. I was like, oh, oh like steaks in the ground. Shotgun to the face. Oh, I got a sirloin guy. This is a, I got a sirloin guys. This is common loot. Where's the where's the filet mignon that's purple? <laughs> the next great battle royale. <laughs> Burger time. Battle royale. Can you imagine? Uh, there's there's a good game in there somewhere like Cuisine Royale. There was a game come out that was Cuisine Cuisine Royale, but it was just a rip off of PUBG. But I got so excited oh, when I thought it was actually like a like <laughs> almost like some sort of like you know like Hulu like Iron Chef type show with like Battle Royale. I was like, oh, what does that even mean? I was just so excited, and it was just it's a PUBG rip off. I was like, lame. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, either way, having a lot of fun with Apex, and I'll I'll get back into it once I need to once chocolate. <laughs> is ahead of me <laughs> once he pulls ahead of me and wins I'll come back I might just uh, keep hold of a few photos and then just drop <laughs> him every time he goes oh yeah say, I'm above you I'll be like another one yeah, another, another one, another one. Up. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like but you're away with the wife it doesn't matter another one <laughs> he's just gonna be like he's just gonna like photoshop like one day he went up 10 wins and risk he's gonna be like eating or like eating soup and he just spits it out everywhere and he's like I gotta go hop on right now what the hell like I'm calling work I'm taking the next three days off 
<laughs> got some work to do. <laughs> got some work to do, son. Uh, All right. But chaotic, you should jump in because it's so new. It's it, everyone's still on that big learning curve. So yeah. I think that's what I've missed with the other battle royales, not jumping in at the beginning to learn. I might try and get in the next couple of these. I feel completely incompetent in this game, and I feel pretty confident in most battle royales, so it's a great time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, they've definitely got some stuff to work on and iron out. Like I, like you said, guns are not balanced right now and, and a few other things, but it, it's it's got a lot of promise, though, for sure. So. Hell yeah. Running smooth day one, too. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh how about it's quiz time? You want to end on that chaotic? What is it's <laughs> quiz time? We're gonna go out with a banger um, here. It was actually it was actually one of my mates that suggested it to me, and the best way I can describe it is um, forgot the name of those games. Is it Jackbox that they yeah. do on it? Basically, you can you can sit in the house with your friends. Um, it's all done on smartphones, so you download the app, you type in the room name, and it's just like a, a general a general knowledge quiz. Um, the reason I put it in is for possible stream content and um, you can actually set it up as like a stream game and get your sort of audience invited into the game as well and then compete against x amount of people online as well and um, it's all broadcast with its own setup so whereas like you run stream labs and things like that to get it set up for how it looks on mixer this has actually got it integrated so as soon as you click in and do a stream it puts the whole layout on your mixer stream oh man so I haven't had a chance to actually jump on and do a stream in the game yet, um, but I thought I would give the base game a wee try out to see exactly how it ran. Um, brilliant idea, and the host on it is like it's not just this generic sort of answering questions. It's fully interactive, so she'll call out your gamer tag, she'll speak your name, things like that. She'll throw insults at you if you do useless things. <laughs> so it's actually. As much as it is just a, it's, it's a part, it's a couch co-op party type thing where folk can just sit down, have a good laugh. Um, like we, the reason we played it is we had a couple of people over the other night, um, and it's just it's a brilliant game for everybody to get involved in because it doesn't matter your skill level. It's a lot of it's based on your age, so you put your age in it first, and like you can have spe- specialist um, subjects like films that was released in nineteen eighty nine. Um, oh, well, mastermind type yeah huh. like um, music from the 1980s things like that so there is quite a there's no sort of set skill level you don't need to be super intelligent you need to have loads of general knowledge it is literally just a game that everybody can put their two pennies worth in that's cool sounds like so a it is, good it's quite, community play game I was, was going to say yeah <laughs> um, it's, mm. it, it's 15 pounds I haven't seen it on sale since I knew about it so I don't see it changing price anything soon but um it's, it's for fifteen pounds. It's a really good game. Yeah, it sounds really cool. The interactivity, like how it lays it all out on Mixer, sounds like that would actually be really smart and probably look really yeah. good compared to other types of trivia things like that, where you can have that many people interacting with it. Yeah, cool idea. Um, one last thing I want to talk about quick was I downloaded the OneCast app uh, for my iPad. It's an app for you to stream your Xbox to an iPad. And I I didn't know it was possible until I saw some article about it. I was like, all right, I'll download it. Works pretty well. So if you have an iPad, iPhone, or anything, it's, uh, yeah, you can just stream your Xbox to it. And I thought I'd give that a shout-out. So basically like a second screen for another room. 
Yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, oh, nice. I think the Meg was watching something on Netflix, and I was just sitting on the couch, so I put up the tablet on our coffee table and just played it right there. So, I think you may have just sold my missus on buying an iPad. Boom, sold. <laughs> Risk's like, no, I'm totally watching The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking up their their histories and backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, the interesting stuff. I'm live tweeting it. I'm <laughs> live tweeting the whole thing. <laughs> I'm with gonna your kill Xbox myself. controller. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm t- it's amazing. Tweeting with the Xbox controller. And iPad with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, well. uh, what do you say we move on to some news? Double dub. My ear just got brutally murdered. You're welcome. All right, Doc, what is up in the news this week? All right. um, So it got leaked from the upcoming uh, uh, conference. I feel bad I didn't put this in now. I forgot the name of the conference, but it's the big conference where stuff always gets leaked every year by all the different big uh, tech companies. Uh, GDC. It's It's actually not GDC. It's uh, (laughs) I'll look it up here in a second, but basically they had on their website a list of different talks and, um, um, yeah, just various talks that different companies would be giving. And one of them uh, (laughs) kind of gave away a lot, (laughs) I guess you could say. And one of them was basically titled uh, "Bringing Xbox Live to uh, Switch and other and like Android and iOS services," which obviously, if anybody that's into consoles, that's going to catch their eye on the website. And then it kind of got submitted when the next day after it kind of made the news waves, uh, it got taken down off the website. So uh, seems like that's probably legit. Um, so what you can read into the summary that was below the. Uh, talk they were planning is that they have come out with a new platform xdk so a new developer uh kit basically uh um, version and it basically streamlines the ability for people putting games on ios android and switch uh to integrate to xbox live essentially incorporating friends list clubs achievements everything like that um I, I guess my thing is risky with you having so many games on Switch and things like that, or, or I guess anybody really, you know, like Chocolate 2, me as well. Do you think this is something that would matter to you, or do you not really care if you can look at clubs or friends list and who's on and stuff like that? See, I'm quite excited with the, the fact if, if they can do me playing... Do me playing? That's completely wrong English. <laughs> if, if the system can let me, while I'm playing on my Switch play with yourself on Xbox while we play whatever game um, yeah it will be unreal and hopefully take away the fact that you've got to use some crappy app on your phone to talk to people via the Switch which is the most rubbish thing I've ever heard um, I'm quite excited and also trying to get a few achievements on the Switch be <laughs> awesome yeah, because it's like uh, Minecraft had like the weird workaround where they updated it, but it was still kind of a weird workaround to log in with your with your Xbox account. But this seems much more streamlined, is what it, what I'm taking from it that they're talking about. But but then also this makes me think now the whole pally pally kind of tweeting thing that Xbox and Nintendo were doing 
Was it back in the summer? I want to say. It's when everything went down with the sort of the uh, the cross-platform issues with Sony. It was roughly around that time. Yeah, so I'm just wondering whether that was kind of the start, or you know, after the ink dried on maybe this. This is where they became pally pally, and it's kind of a oh Sony, look, we we're going to be now doing this. Look, something. Go ahead, Kelly. I was going to say, did you ever see it in a world that's <clears throat> probably nigh on impossible for it to happen? Did you ever see in a world was based on how uh, Microsoft and Nintendo are behaving with each other and things like that? That they're being first party games crossing over between the two. So, it would be a fool's dream to imagine it, but like Pokemon coming to the Xbox, Halo coming to a Nintendo console, or in some iteration. Or Mario, Mario on the Xbox. Oh my god. I think Microsoft Maybe. would be more into it. I don't know if Nintendo ever would though. Yeah. I mean if you turn around and say to me, sixty pounds can buy you Let's Go Pikachu on the Xbox, that would be me. Yeah. You yeah. you could I, probably charge me ninety for that and I would still go and buy it. You li- <laughs> on both you listening platforms. Nintendo? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I doubt it'll ever happen. I mean I mean you might even see even smaller steps, so Master Chief being in Super Smash Brothers, I, I, think that's, I think something similar to that's going to happen because uh, Phil Spencer even hinted that Nintendo was asking for permission to put like Banjo Kazooie in uh, Smash Brothers, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm all for it. Go right ahead." Yeah, I mean, I think I think Microsoft is Microsoft's pretty much open to anything that's going to improve their business, regardless of how it might edge off their product because like, nobody wants to go a first party. Like, they're not going to have Kratos coming in and doing anything, for example. But Microsoft seem to be so receptive to, yeah, that'll work. If you want to take one of our characters and give us more publicity yeah, why not? through putting one of our characters in, yeah, fire in. Well, Phil Spencer seems to be a gamer's gamer, doesn't he? Yeah, he's not a corporate he, man. He's He just wants to have a good time. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, everything he says seems to be what normal, in air quotes, gamer would want and say. Um yeah, or what, what somebody in his position would relatively want to get done, you know, as far as like, yeah, totally agree. Yeah, it's it's one of those things like, sure, why not have Xbox Live on the Switch? Why not? That'd be cool. Like, I wouldn't be well, against it. Take it another step further. <laughs> Again, not something you can see. Never mind even having games that cross over. Can you imagine Microsoft and Nintendo went together and did like a hybrid console? Oh, God, could you imagine? Hey, Sony, Nintendo <laughs> uh, console almost happened, and then Sony came out with PlayStation instead, but... Exactly, so can you imagine it yeah. got to that point where they just done, came up, this is what we're doing for the next generation? Oh, could you imagine? Oh God. my gosh. <coughs> if a part of me just laughs because Chocolate brought up something I hadn't thought about, but like, it just makes me laugh thinking that Nintendo has basically come to the realization, it's like, yeah guys, we kind of screwed up on the whole online party chat thing and we don't have achievements, let's just farm that out to somebody that does it already. Like, yeah, somebody who yeah. sort of nailed it first time. Yeah, we kind of... Fudge this up with the app. <laughs> it's just. I don't know how you do that though. Whether it's anything to do with the battery or you know the capacity of the switch. It, uh, what do you mean, what, like the? What? Whether that implementing that may potentially makes the switch bigger because they have to stick something else in it. I mean, I'm not. Oh, I'm sure gifted. it's just it's just operating system. You know, it's just the OS level stuff. 
I would assume. Then, uh, oh, the thing is, it can't be it can't be overly difficult because you think about it. You've got the seat. You've got Discord that you can have audio chat in. Okay, so if you had something like that built into the Switch, where you can still use. Oh, oh trust me, I've brought this up many times. I agree. Chaotic. I agree. I think Nintendo's so idiots. <laughs> yeah, it's like it doesn't. It's not like it's going to have to make a massive difference in whatever it goes. I've got Discord on my phone, and I can use that <laughs> as a thing. So it can't be overly difficult. I mean, I think no, that was that's been the answer forever. Is like Nintendo's like, you got Discord, right? Yeah, let's just use that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what all the um, the YouTubers who predominantly do Nintendo stuff just say. They they talk about how bad the app is, and then go, but. Use Discord. It's so much easier. Or get Discord on the Switch and just oh, have it running in the background. Yeah. Oh, God, could you imagine? <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, that that might be something to look forward to in the future. Like, uh, better incorporation to where, you know, uh, you could have your clubs wherever you go on pretty much any system. I, let's, be, let's be honest, any system but Sony's. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, There'd be a spike in Switch sales, I think, with... Um, with achievement hunters as well, if they can stack achievements, I, so it's I, a win-win. I don't know situation. if I would expect a world where you would have achievements on anything Nintendo first party, but yeah, third party stuff. Hell yeah, like why not, mm. right? You know, like I mean, and how how much of a win-win is that? Before I'll, I'll move on, I want to drag on too long, but how much of a win-win is that for Microsoft? Is like you bought a third party game, let's say Gunman Clive, for instance, on the Switch, oh. and you were playing, and all of a sudden it said you unlock these achievements, and then you're like, huh, I've got like a Eight hundred. I've got a twelve hundred gamer score on Xbox now. Maybe I should check out an Xbox or like you know like well, totally like a gateway drug at that point if you if you will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. It, it as we said, it will go both ways. It's I it's mind blowing what they could, and if they do do it. All I'm oh. taking away is that I can poop and get achievements at the same time. And why wouldn't you want <laughs> that? I mean, it's not so crazy. I mean, right now, Minecraft on Switch gives you achievements. So, I gotta go know. to the bathroom. So I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I got some gamer scoring to do. Would you be timing that achievement sound just at the right time? Yes. Well, that's uh, something. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a real achievement. <laughs> All right, moving on. Microsoft is aiming at one AAA game per quarter. Uh, to quote uh, Microsoft, this is this comes from a Investors meeting uh, recently uh, about the Xbox division. Uh, Microsoft believes that its new studios will help it achieve a primary goal, and that goal is to deliver one AAA game per quarter four times a year in order to drive Xbox Game Pass. With that said, it does not want to rush this, uh, its new studios into delivering games before they are fully baked and believes that any acquisition takes time to get its legs. Its ideal acquisition targets have proven content and, str- have, have proven content and strong development teams. My takeaway from this is, do you guys want, let's say, four years from now, do you think this is possible? Yes. Uh, d- that they have enough studios now to where they could legit have a AAA game coming out every quarter? I think the last time I was on, we sort of touched on this, about how they could feasibly just go from E3 to E3, announcing this game will be out this year, this game will be out this year, and not have any... This is going to be out in two years' time. This is going to be out in 18 months. They literally could be six months' time, this game's coming out. Six months, this is coming out. So if we've already touched on it, and we thought it was realistic the last time I was on, whenever that was, they must have 
quite a good idea of the roadmap that's going to be their next right. like five-year, ten-year plan. Right. I think that if you drop the if you drop the AAA part of it, it's definitely feasible. Like with some of their smaller yeah. studios doing like s- smaller titles, I guess. I, sure. I agree with risky. Cause I don't think you're going like to get you wouldn't consider Gears, Halo, Forza, exactly, yeah. whatever else. But there you go. You like, just named three AAA games that are taking up three quarters, and that is none of the new acquisitions. That's also uh, but you're the speaking game, but like, there, would, would you can. Yeah, would you consider State of K two a triple A? I, I wouldn't, but I, I'd still love to have that come out in a quarter, though. You know, I mean, it's or what Ninja Theory does may not be quite. You know, like Hellblade wasn't considered triple A, but it would still be a big thing to come out, though. So, because like you, you basically know every sort of third quarter you're getting a Forza, whether it be Motorsport or Horizon. Well, yeah. I, so I, then. Go ahead. That's I don't know. I think there's enough in there for them to to get one per quarter. Yeah, they've got a li- the longevity. Well, Did they not buy a living studios? They've not got like something well, like a living studios bought now. Something we're not thinking about too that makes this even more feasible is a lot of those studios have bulked up. So like Playground Games is not only making a Forza Horizon every other year, they are also have a separate studio that's working on an open world RPG. So like. And like Rare has three different st- has three different teams now. One Sea of Thieves and two are on unannounced first party titles. So a lot of their internal teams have also staffed up to do more than one project. Also, yeah. So there's so more than capable to get that done if yeah. they keep with the same sort of drivers they have in the buying part of it. Yeah, because it's a mixed bag. Because like you know you have Mojang who they're not coming out with a new game anytime soon. Their thing is Minecraft, and that's that. You know we get it. Yeah. Like. But, yeah, absolutely, like, you have these other studios that are, like, staffing up and are working on multiple projects at once, so... But do I think there's going to be a yearly Halo? No. Do I think it'll be a Halo every two years? Possibly. Well, and let's say Halo Infinite, them dropping the number and making that more as a games as a service, maybe you don't even have to have that, and maybe, let's say, you have Halo Infinite out and two years, or in a year after it's out... Let's say it's we're due for another triple A game in a quarter. Let's just say it's just a massive, massive DLC for Halo Infinite. Yeah, so, so. It's, it sounds like it's highly optimistic, but with the amount of studios that they've now bought, I mean, because that's what I'm saying. They're not saying they're going to have to be. Oh no, they're they're pretty much half saying they're going to be um, console exclusives based on the fact that they're pushing Game Pass. So I don't think it's totally impossible. They just have to go about it the same way or as aggressively as they have, and get in the studios. The content has to follow. Well, I wanted to say that I don't think they said they're done buying studios, uh, I was just they? about to say, Chocolate, uh, Clobrile, who we quote a lot on here, said it expects them to buy three to four more studios this year. So that's 15, and that just puts more... 15 okay. studios yep. to buy. And he wouldn't be shocked if it didn't end there. He's like, they're, they're in, they're, he basically said they're nowhere near ending that part of their, that they're nowhere near ending acquisitions at this point. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine what it's going to be like when the next generation of Xbox comes out. What it's going to be like day one, for example. Well, it's it's super obvious too. Like, look at Game Pass. They, they are 100% going for what Netflix has in the movie business and TV business. 100%. Like, yeah. that is what they're going for. They want... Netflix originals to be what a game for Xbox first party is when it comes out on Game Pass. You know, they want their Bird Box equivalent. There you go. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> coming out this fall on Game Pass. What? Uh, yeah, it's, 
I think it's totally feasible with how they're staffing up and multiple st and studios are working on multiple projects. So we'll see. Moving on, uh, I was maybe thinking about passing this on to the legend himself, but I'll just kind of let him give his thoughts. Uh, Apex Legends crossplay is coming. Respawn confirms. In addition, Respawn's lead producer, Drew McCoy, confirmed in an interview with Eurogamer that Apex Legends crossplay for Apex... Wow, this is... Should have read this before. Apex Legends crossplay for Apex Legends is in the works, saying that the developer plans to allow players to play with their friends on other platforms at some point in the near future. Yes, I can murder people on the Switch. Or get killed by people <laughs> on the PC. <laughs> One or the other. Most yeah. likely that, and then we'll see how much... And here's the thing, with how popular Apex Legends is, maybe they could do what Fortnite did and bully Sony into allowing it. So... It would... I mean, trouble it now games have to go cross play yeah well there's it's, no reason not to almost to it, you know well it feels like almost that's the that should be a no-brainer the standard especially big titles who have got some weight behind them um so i'm sure at some point they're going to have enough pull to get well to pull sony across and say yeah this is happening this needs to happen don't make us flick the switch accidentally. We'll do it. <laughs> that was so great looking back at that. We'll do it. Because <laughs> um, if, if anything we've learned about the Sony crossplay, quote unquote, beta, is that uh, if you're a big enough, if you're a big enough game like Rocket League or Fortnite, you can make it work or make it happen. If you're not, probably ain't gonna happen. So, yeah, it'll happen. Moving on, Vince Sampella of Respawn says more Titanfall is in the works for later this year, but that you should not expect a Titanfall 3 game anytime soon. No. I just read that as, don't worry, we have seasons 2, 3, and 4 of Apex Legends <laughs> in the works. Hey, you guys like Apex? Right. Getting more like, of it. Okay, it's not, it's not Titanfall 3, and it's, that doesn't have anything to do with Apex? Like, what it is? Like, what, what? is it? See, I'd like to see... See, this just opens up so much more for the Apex Legends lore, so you will have a potential single-player game flushing out the story of Hardline, or I can't even think of all their names. But that's the way to go forward, to get in a campaign, to give more lore to that That would be kind of game. Cool. Yeah, totally. Like get some backstory from the eight heroes or whatever. Yeah, you know, and maybe you pick only three because you're always three, so you can you dart around kind of a la Grand Theft Auto Five. You know, jump around in each one of their stories and have it single player only. Or God, someone sign me up. Or it could oh. be a card game like Hearthstone. What? Yay! Oh God! <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> no card games, please don't. Don't make me do it. <laughs> it went from a super high to a super letdown, if that happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Speaking of letdowns, uh, Activision Blizzard <laughs> is reportedly planning massive layoffs because, guys, let's face it, 10 million active users on Apex Legends just... Oh, I'm talking about an EA game. Sorry, sorry, never mind. Uh, Blackout. <laughs> Blackout just didn't do well enough, guys, with all the millions they sold. It just didn't quite make the mark, so... We're having to let you off. Well, no. What they're doing is they're just letting off everyone that wasn't working on Blackout. <laughs> <laughs> every other part of the game, we're just going to let everybody go. Everybody's expendable but Blackout team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's 
I don't know. It's 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 one thing when you see like companies that games don't pan out well having layoffs. It's another thing when it's like Activision Blizzard. Like you think of like you think of WoW, you think of Blackout, you think of all these super successful money making games. Hearthstone. Like I don't play it, but it makes a lot of money. I've heard. Like kind of crazy that they're having massive layoffs. You know. Didn't they change the top the top few guys in? Um over the course of the last, I want to say, maybe four or five months? I think Melify might be able to speak to this more, but I think they did at Blizzard, I want to say for sure. Yeah, there was, uh, there Activision, was change around, wasn't I think there? Activision, you're right. I think Activision's head guy also stepped... Or I think he retired or something. I don't know how they worded it, but he left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was told, don't let the door hit him <laughs> on the... Uh, hmm. I don't know. I, but yeah, there's been some switch arounds, hasn't there? And one from one company's gone over to run the other one and... Yeah. It is It's not good when people lose their jobs. It's not, and it's just weird for a company that for what it's worth seems to financially be doing very well. But Yeah, but profit margins are profit margins, Doc, and they <laughs> need to be a a sizable I mean, if Call of Duty had sold thirty million, if I'm a CEO, that's at least twelve more weeks of yacht maintenance, you know. Versus fifteen weeks of yacht maintenance, which is twenty million. So I'm just trying to think what games these companies had that like didn't that don't do bonkers they well. They weren't well yeah, received me too. in the last <laughs> few years. Like everyone buys Call of Duty and like or even like Destiny Des- 2. Everybody bought Destiny 2. Maybe the yeah. expansions and shit didn't pan out so well, Fell but short. Maybe WoW's kind of drying up a little bit. I know the last expansion wasn't super well received, so maybe their numbers have dipped on that maybe. But like, I feel like, I feel like it's different when you have a company that's doing crazy good and they step down to just pretty darn good, you know, having layoffs versus like, here's a company that we're not meeting the budgets, you know, we're having layoffs because we have to, we're not selling this game, you know, Activision just seems like they went from doing exceptionally well to just very well, you and know, on certain like titles. Blizzard, their last actual game that came out would be Overwatch, like not including expansions, obviously, but like, so they're yeah. they're not even putting out new and that games. That has loot boxes. And those sell, I'm sure. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Not great either way. Yeah. Okay, moving on. EA is working on a new Need for Speed and Plants vs. Zombie yeah. games. Um, I'm excited for the latter part of that. <laughs> so, you guys want a new Need for right. Speed? <laughs> if they remake Underground 2, then yes. I could get behind that. I could get behind that, yeah. That last one, I never played it, but I heard it was junk and with plants for zombies <laughs> i don't like the garden warfare like the third person shooter ones i don't like those as much as i like the old like phone ones i like the mobile game a lot yeah, actually yeah those are a ton of fun <laughs> they were i put a lot of hours i in didn't those. enjoy the third person hero class shooter as much they basically made like a battlefield version of plant vs <laughs> yeah. zombies which i like props to trying something new and I don't know. I, I I will say for what it's worth, I have a few friends that totally got. I would say I've definitely heard people that enjoy it. I was not it, one of them. It's not me. Yeah, yeah, not me either. I was one there of those uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> we found one. It's like you all are assholes. <laughs> uh, it's the best game ever. And Plants vs Zombies three. Game of the year. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know if there's too much. There is a lot of. 
kind of that genre of game, not obviously the Plants vs. Zombies, but there's a lot of shooter, team-based shooters. I don't know if they're going to break or sell enough copies for it to be you worth it. You don't know it. if the game yeah. that focuses on plants and zombies is going to break games like <laughs> Overwatch and Rainbow Six Siege? Are you sure? But, <laughs> let's wait till it releases if it gets <laughs> Apex numbers. I'm not. Jury's still out, so... Yeah, and I, I, I don't know if I can call myself a zombie legend or a plant legend. Yeah, anyway, let's <laughs> move on. It's your new Discord name. It's going to be that before we even get back in there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> PVZ. PVZ legend. PVZ legends. Um, EA partially blames weak Battlefield Five sales on prioritizing a campaign over Battle Royale. Real if quick. ever there was an award for the most no shit Sherlock statement <laughs> of the year. I, I'm going to add to this, though. I'm going to add to this. I think they're right. I would also add, hey, don't release a broken-ass game like like you did with Battlefield 4 and 1. Like, come on. Is, had they released a broken-ass game with a Battle Royale, it would have sold better, though. Also true. Yep. Agreed. I think it was their first trailer that um, screwed them up, didn't it? It was... Uh, it was poorly received. They 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 handled the PR. You could say the PR was handled bad, no, and I, I agree that it was. I still think I would be playing. I mean, I'm back into playing it now. But like, so for you have me for instance. Nobody was more pumped about that game. Get the game, reach level fifty, and for three four months now, I could not unlock a single thing in that game because my company coin was broken, and I was uh, among thousands of others who it just didn't work for. And that sucks like and it sucks that it took that long to fix it like i logged so here's how this happened for me then i found out it was fixed i had 400 company coin for four months i logged in the other day i had thirty-five thousand. <laughs> so they oh, fixed wait. it guys they fixed it turns wow. out wow <laughs> so that's nuts yeah that's a lot all those times i hit level 50 after 50 which i should have been getting a thousand points finally came through so so i'm back in so <laughs> i'm kind of I'm back in, yeah. And I bought everything left to buy. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, I, I think there's a couple other things about this, though, with how big Apex Legends is. So that's also EA-owned. Also free is Battlefield Battle Royale, like the, their Battle Royale mode. I'm assuming it will not be free. You'll still have to buy Battlefield Five. Yeah, definitely. Like, At least to start. And it's going to come out relatively soon, kind of competing with Apex, it seems like they kind of shut themselves in the competing foot Competing with Apex and Anthem but. and The Division and every other game. Nobody's going to care about yeah. this Battle Royale game. Like, I mean, no. it might be good, but like, how good? Is, how much of a chance is it going to have if it's A, not free, and B, you already have Apex out? <laughs> well, I was saying when, when we talked about it last time that it'd have to be something special to beat Blackout. And now, as we've just said, they've got apex out they are gonna have to bring quite literally hot fire and that ring of fire is not gonna do it that they are gonna have to be and on point to even touch i think the that's player base. the big thing for me though is like every battle royale that's come out so far has seems like seems like it's offered something different especially with like apex fortnite and blackout all feel vastly different and then PUBG I think is like the yeah. most maybe strategical or I don't know I don't really know what word to put on it but it they all feel different enough but this feels like it's going to kind of be like a weird blend of either being like Blackout or being like PUBG or somewhere 
somewhere I, in between those two where it's like I'm gonna play either PUBG or I'm gonna play Blackout. Then like I'm, I yeah. I don't know. I think it's gonna be a refined version of PUBG. I think it's gonna look like PUBG with the guns and the and the yeah, island that's, and everything. That's but my I think it'll be just really refined. But yeah. it's gonna be stupid World War II weapons. Nobody's gonna wanna play that anyway. <laughs> See, and here's the thing. I love all that. I am a big history nerd. I love all that. I, th- I would I, Nothing more than do I want to have a game like that, but I don't know how much of a chance it has if it's not free. I don't. Yeah, agreed. I, yeah, I don't know. So, But anyways, uh, EA coming to uh, some, yeah, no shit Charlotte moments there at their uh, investors' call. I think Chaotic nailed it with that. <laughs> yeah, pretty exactly. You did. That, that was. I, I, think, I think Chaotic was on that conference call and, and said that, so... Uh, anyways, moving on. Um, last bit of news here. I'm I'm really excited for this, and I have to feel like there's a few other people out there. Uh, Skybound and Beamdog uh, are bringing Baldur's Gate one and two and Neverwinter's Nights to console. I'm not gonna lie. When I read this on Reddit the other day, I audibly le- like yelled out a hell yes, and my wife asked me what was wrong. So I've never played any I'm of these excited. games. <laughs> I. You can burn <laughs> <laughs> I won't make a comment then. <laughs> and chaotic. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm staring at Dolph. Okay, <laughs> well, at least you're excited, Doc. We're excited that you're excited. <sighs> and here's the bad thing: is normally I would say to pick these up and play them, but unless you have the nostalgia for them, they are probably a little hard to go back to for uh, compared to modern are they, games. These are just so. CRPGs, right? Yeah, think of uh, uh, what's what's the Obsidian's last two games? Pillars, um, Pillars of Eternity. Think of that. Yeah, totally. Yep, pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, f you. All right, that's it for so news. The last game you were overexcited about was Battlefield. So, so yeah. this probably won't work at launch. Yeah, at least it worked at one point on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> or four months later, I'll have a ton of money to buy on loot boxes free, just piled up. Your Baldur's so, Gate loot boxes? Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> oh, well, good for you, Doc. We're all very excited for you. Hate, hate you all so much. All right, that was the news for the week. Uh, let's get into new games that are coming out. Chaotic, take it away. Busy month this month. Just judging by the, the list. So, <clears throat> we've got Jump Force coming out on the 15th. Um, possibly sneaky contender for one of my games of the year. I was saying, um, what, just can you talk about what that is quick? I believe it has any mod yeah. in it. <laughs> it. It does. It has quite a few of the, the characters that you will all be familiar with when you start up your anime oh. podcasts. <laughs> oh. I can't um, wait, by the way. <laughs> it just looks... It's Horror Row on it. Hmm? <laughs> oh, you definitely God. just made some noises into your mic. And that was it. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. totally confused by that. Um, jump Force, quite an interesting idea. Obviously, your Jump Force is like a, a group of superheroes up against various different villains throughout the course of different mangas and anime stories. Um, <clears throat> personally, any game that you get to play as Goku, Vegeta, Freezer, Cell, I'm down to play. So I'm quite happy with that one. Um, You'd be proud of me, Chaotic. I'm, I'm pretty far into uh, uh, Dragon Ball uh, Kai, so I'm getting more familiar oh with those characters. So all you've basically done is you've watched the episode where they don't scream for three and a half episodes before they start fighting. Yeah, it's kind of why I picked that one. <laughs> yeah, fair one. Um, 26 and a half years after it was announced, Crackdown 3 is finally coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to be playing a, uh, a uh, 
beta of the uh, wrecking zone here after this podcast. Uh, they're oh, doing nice. one last test, so I might be able to. Nope. Well, I guess never mind. It'll be out. Will be out by our next podcast. Fifteenth, it comes out. I'm sure. Yes, it will. So never mind. So it's not really newsworthy then. Go on. <laughs> um, Metro Exodus coming out as well. Um, Far Cry New Dawn. And then the very convoluted <laughs> anthem system. So if you are Get an, out your get out your spreadsheets, boys. If you're an Origin Access premium member, you get the full game. If you're an Origin Access member, you get a ten hour trial. And if you're an EA Access member, you get a ten hour trial. <laughs> but what if I just bought the game? Then you, you have to wait another <laughs> you can go eat another garbage. two weeks. <laughs> So what? not this weekend, but next weekend when the full release is next out on That's the okay. 22nd. I'm so glad I'm an EA Access member. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah. I, I didn't put this in the news, but uh, there was uh, rumors that later this year they're going to be adding Premiere to the Xbox uh, to where you could, you'll have access or Premiere to choose from. Uh, oh, nice. So, yeah. so no. what do you get then? For... So Premiere Sorry, is like Game Pass in the sense that uh, – all the new EA games are immediately playable to you for free if you have that. Well, for free if you're a member of that service. But it is a higher tier version of EA Access, so you would have to pay more monthly. Do you know how much it costs? Like, is it Game Pass pricing? It's 15 I think, on the PC. I'll have to double-check, though. I'm pretty sure it's 15 So what's uh, that? Let me look that up. £12 more than it is on... So £12 more than what Access would be just now. Yeah, you guys go ahead. I'll look that up. So that's kind of high. Like, yeah. I don't know. This seems like something where I'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to sign up for a month of Origin Access Premiere just so I can play this a week early because that, that that's still 15 bucks for a week yes. early. I don't know if that's really worth it. So. Yeah, and so it's uh, 14 a month or $99 a year on PC. Okay. Huh. So it's £100, for, so £100 for a year. So you think about it. If you take FIFA and Madden, two games that you know are coming out every year for EA, you're more than what that £100 would be. What if yeah. I don't play yeah. either of those games? Well, they, How dare you? Obviously, but yes. <laughs> it does you seem... need to start getting some practice in and start playing some FIFA. Yeah. That's our next uh, team isn't going to build itself risky. you got to open those packs. All right, fine. Yeah. you got to drop those dollars. Right, my favorite thing to do. Just not in Belgium. And Just not in Belgium. Then for the Game Pass games for February, you've got Shadow of the Tomb Raider. D-Blob, or D-Blob, or whatever it happens to be, the not-so-bitter Batman Return to Arkham <laughs> series, <laughs> Pumped BMX Pro. I'm Cacti- looking forward to this. I, I started having a look at the, the first one the other day. Is it like, it's um, like Trials, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. physics-based BMX, BMX type cool. game, yeah. It looked hilarious, yeah. Um, Crackdown 3... Um, the Walking Dead Season 1 for all you Telltale lovers. And Rip. apparently there's more to come as the month goes on. Yeah. Yeah, they've definitely gotten in the habit of the uh, Twitter account, which I highly recommend anybody follow the Game Pass Twitter account. It is spitting fire daily. Love it. Uh, but uh, they've gotten in the habit of basically they'll kind of premiere six games at the beginning of the month coming out, and they'll release like three or four additional as the month goes on. So we'll keep you up to date on all that. So you don't spend £55 trying to buy a series that comes <laughs> oh, out. So rough. So rough. It's unfortunate. Did you... How much did you play and couldn't you ask for a refund? Uh, no, because I was about eight hours in when I heard it. About. Yeah. Was it like two hours oh, is the limit? Two hours, hours two weeks? Like three yeah. Years? yeah. I think it is, yeah. 
Oh, so unfortunate. Sucks. That sucks. Yeah. For sure. That's a kick in the nuts. Twice, that is. <laughs> like they, it's like, I love Game Pass, but it also kind of, yeah, it gives you a little low blow every once in a while. Yeah. All right. Speaking of low blows, that's going to do it um, Oh, okay. for this episode. <laughs> so... Never mind. <laughs> Let's get to plugging it up. Uh, head on over to CrossAtlanticGaming.com to follow us in all the different ways. Uh, Discord. Discord is where we all hang out every single day. All sorts of channels for all sorts of stuff. We currently have Anthem and Division channels up uh, where people are talking about all that stuff, getting hyped up for those games. Uh, we're all there daily, so come hang out. Link for that is in the show notes and on the website. Um, if you'd like to support us with your hard-earned money, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast, and maybe you can get lucky like Viva Le Sweeney and win yourself a game. Again. Second yeah, time. what the heck? Somebody, Chocolate's pretty We need more him. people in there so we can knock him out. He doesn't win. <laughs> I think the uh, Discord's slowly getting infected by Sea of Thieves, which makes me happy because Kate and uh, Chester was playing it the other day. So, uh, yeah. See if these. It's, it's not getting its own channel, Doc. I mean, <laughs> never gonna I happen. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CAG Podcast. Um, and then lastly, CAG Podcast at gmail.com if you need to reach out to us via email for whatever reason. Um, our monthly mailbag episode is not next episode, but the episode after that. So. You can get your questions in for that through the email, or we have a channel for it on Discord. So join us on Discord. That's really all you should be doing. Come to Discord. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to get in contact with me, I'm at Risky the Kid everywhere. Doc. Doc H1 at chocolate everywhere. I'm chocolate about eighty everywhere, and don't forget to subscribe to us on Twitch at Cross Atlantic Gaming. Do that too, and chaotic. <laughs> I'm Chaotic UI everywhere at the Mars. All right. Chaotic, thanks for being on the show again. Thanks for having me again, guys. Enjoy having you. Thank um, you. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. I'm still an Apex legend. <laughs>
That, that is an even better on my Xbox here real quick. Okay, read the when you're ready. Is it on Switch uh, or Xbox? Uh, okay. Switch. So, right, ready? This is for, you must have a US account to redeem this game. Um, and for everyone else who's listening, just make a US account and then you can still play it on your normal account. Here we go. Uh, Charlie, zero, one, golf, seven, tango, Charlie, hotel, x-ray, hotel, eight, delta, bravo, one, two, whiskey. I'm not going to say it again. I like it. That'll work. All right. Wrap it up. Free game. Gunman Clive. Can't and be like, this is what I got. <laughs> The game is awesome. I'm on the fourth, yeah, fourth world now. I've almost completed the game. <laughs> I'm that on the be fourth first world. Switch I game almost I complete. completed the game. Great. I, that, yeah, there's only I five worlds. They had a more generic. <laughs> there's only five worlds. I'm on the second to last world. I've, that'll be the first game I complete on the Switch, and I'm going to rub it in Moose's oh face. My gosh.